Hello everyone, this is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. Abram and the two kings. In the 14th chapter of Genesis, we read a story of Abraham and the kings. One king was Bera, the king of Sodom, and the other was Melchizedek, the king of Salem. The story goes like this. Amraphel, who was the king of Shinar, made a league with Ariok, king of Eleazar, Kedor Lama, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of Goim. Together, they all went to war against Bera, king of Sodom, Bersha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma, Shemeber, king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is Zoar. All these latter kings joined forces in the valley of Sidim, that is the Dead Sea Valley. For twelve years they had been subject to Kedor Lamar, but in the thirteenth year they rebelled. Genesis 14 verses 3 and 4. The four kings conglomerate of Amraphel, Ariok, Kedor Lamor, and Tidal proved to be a mighty force to be reckoned with. Then the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Adma, the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is Zoar, marched out and drew up their battle lines in the valley of Sidim against Kedor Lamor, king of Elam, Tidal, king of Goim, Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Ariok, king of Elasar. Four kings against five. Now the valley of Sidim was full of tar pits. And when the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, fled, some of the men fell into them, and the rest fled to the hills. The four kings seized all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah, and all their food. Then they went away. They also carried off Abram's nephew, Lot, and his possessions, since he was living in Sodom. Genesis chapter 14, verses 12, 8 through 12. Spurgeon says, Those believers who conform to the word must expect to suffer for it. If Lot had not gone to live among the people of Sodom, he would not have suffered the same misfortune as them. A man escaped the fracas and went and reported the matter to Abram. At the time, Abram was, Abram was living in Mamre. When Abram heard that his nephew had been taken captive, he called out the 318 trained men born in his household and went in pursuit as far as far as Dan. Abram carried out his attack in the dark of the night. He routed the confederacy of kings and sent their men scampering in all directions. He recovered all the goods and brought back his relative lot and his possessions together with the women and the other people. Genesis 14 verse 16. When Abram returned after his signal victory, 
the king of Sodom came out to meet him in the valley of Shaveh, that is, the king's valley. Verse 17. And Melchizedek, the king of Salem, went to meet him also. The king of Sodom wanted to make an affinity with Abram. The king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the people and keep the goods for yourself. But Abram said to the king of Sodom, With raised hand, I have sworn an oath to the Lord, God most high, creator of heaven and earth, that I will accept nothing belonging to you, not even a thread or the strap of a sandal, so that you will never be able to say, I made Abram rich. I will accept nothing but what my men have eaten and the share that belongs to the men who went with me to, to honor Eshcol and Mamre. Let them have their share. Genesis 14, 21-24 Abram refused his offer. Melchizedek, on the other hand, brought out bread and wine. He was priest of God Most High, and he blessed Abram, saying, Blessed be Abram by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, and praise be to God Most High, who delivered your enemies into your hand. Then Abram gave him a tenth of everything. Genesis 14, 18 through 20. Abram refused to make any league with the king of Sodom, but he entered into a spiritual connection with the king of Salem, who was also a priest of the Most High. Why did Abram refuse the offer of the Sodomite king? Sodom represented everything that is evil. And even though they benefited from Abram's rescue operation, he wanted to have nothing to do with them. The name Sodom means to scorch or burnt. Abram chose the king of righteousness because he loved righteousness. He was a righteous man. Melchizedek pronounced a word of blessing upon him, and Abram returned a tithe to him. What did Abram return a tithe from? Certainly not what he got from his conquest, since he gave back everything. But he gave a tithe of all that he hath. He had. Rather than accepting a reward from the king of Sodom, Abram returned a tithe to God in worship. After that, God appeared to Abram in a vision. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. Genesis 15, verse 1. Abram refused to enter into a league with the king of Sodom, and he refused the rewards that he was offering. Now God appeared to him to encourage and assure him that he, God, was his security, his shield, and his exceeding great reward. You know, brothers and sisters, the same is true with us. There are two kings before us, the king of righteousness and the king of every evil thing. One wants to reward us with temporal things, temporal pleasure, pleasures, temporal benefits, while the other offers eternal blessings. One offers pleasure, happiness in sin, while the other wants to shield us 
and is himself our exceedingly great reward. One is the king of scorching and burning. The other is the king of righteousness. Which king will you choose? I pray that we will always have the wisdom to choose the right thing that will make our lives always bring glory to God, like Abraham. God bless you.